And then they're like, Consistency. Um, we would like to call up our deacon candidates, uh, Q and you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no, <laughs> what? What kind of a church is this? <laughs> and then I was thinking, oh, what kind of a church is this? <laughs> yes, that's what I'm talking about. Hey guys, or whatever you want to say. Uh, so, okay. Are you nervous? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we actually like to have like the the banter kind of in the be- in the beginning to like really make sure that everyone knows that this is just a casual talking to yeah. each other kind of thing. But okay. Hey everyone, welcome to the CCPC podcast. I'm Eric, your host, and today we have the wonderful Junho Yoon. Hi, Juno. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing really, really well. How's your, how's your drive up here today? Uh, it was, uh, it was, it was a little frantic. Yeah, a lot, yeah. lot of, lot of fast driving coming up from Fredericksburg. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure it was fast, but within the law, right? It really was not. Okay. It really <laughs> was not. What? We'll go into that a little bit. But then, if you were to specifically think of your own hot take, um, I don't know. Let's see. What? What? What do you know a lot about that you could have different ideas on than the average person? Than the average person? Right. Oh, my God. I guess that's not necessarily a hot take, but it might lead into one. So I, I don't know. There's a, I, like, okay, what about working on cars, right? The average person might have certain ideas about that. What do you think is completely different than what the oh, average man. Joe thinks? I like, just don't want to open the can change. of worms. I, it's, this is well, the time gonna, to open. I hope you're ready to tangent. I love worms. They because taste del- delicious. They, they're really not. I don't know if you've ever eaten one. <laughs> I don't, I've never they're, eaten they're, one. They're not I've good. had some crickets. They're, they're not good. They okay. don't taste good either. Yeah, like, well, that's not a hot take. That's a very lukewarm Yeah, taste, everything so. is not good. Like, if, if you have ever had an earth worm in your mouth i have not had an earthworm they're not delicious mouth. was that like a dare or was that no just... I, I i i looked at it and i'm thinking it's not like <laughs> that deserves to be in my tummy right the, now the ojingo wait are oh. we on now oh, we're always on it's oh always this on. is official oh, oh we're, you know, we're going I, okay. I can cut at any point <laughs> oh wow wow okay <laughs> i figure if it gets too off the rails we just well, restart we're, we're now, talking but... oh cars right cars i feel like the education of knowing the basics of fixing your car sure is something that is absolutely a life essential right right and nobody knows no one knows How? What, why what is one really easy thing that people can and should be able to do but that they don't do well f- one for one thing just something basic what what size are your tires and what is the speed rating on it you don't know. Uh, yes. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, I may have to go look at that. <laughs> they're, they're black. Yeah. They're, and they they uh, roll. Yeah. They're circular. Right. One might even say cylindrical. So here's the, the can of worms where it really just imagine if the education system replaced things like the Pythagorean theorem. Mm. Right. Save mm. that for people who need to know it. Like, sure. You know, sure. In college. Yeah, A squared plus B squared. And then we you actually know how to change your tires right. and when to change them and why you need to change them. These are important life things, okay? Mm-hmm. I would argue to say, like, what kind of toothpaste is more important than knowing what the capital of South Dakota is? Unless you live there. That's a different story. I 
Can you name one thing in South Dakota besides I, uh, Mount Rushmore? I was I can't even ask city. you. Is it in North or South? <laughs> <laughs> but does it matter? Sure it's north. Oh, south, right? south, South, yeah. All right. The, the correct answer is who cares? What's okay. the worst set of tires that you've seen like in terms of tread? Oh, uh, well, you know what? When I was in my 20s, which was very last recent, year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, man, I used to take Not my tires down. Oh, that's a distraction. <laughs> that's a distraction. That's a di- First of all, it's <laughs> one o'clock. Wow. People need to know this. Nice, nice. Good to know. PM. Oh, okay. Okay. not a.m. Hey, you're giving Farley. away what time we're doing these things. Yeah. What, what if we're doing them at 2 a.m.? It's People possible. Never known. It's possible. That would be a great time for me because I'm awake. That's the, the and, optimal uh, Juno time. Right? I will have to stay awake. <laughs> oh, right. right. For my new ah, good. newborn. Good. He's, I hate him so much. <laughs> uh, cut that. Cut that. Cut no. that. <laughs> yeah, actually, talking about your cars brings me to when you used to be or maybe still dabble in being a car designer. I mean, we used to oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually well, do, do, do some research in these and I, I've, I've found a little one of your examples from. Oh, my gosh. That was a uh, a quick little like Lexus. Right. Uh, Just like a small contest IS, kind of thing, right? Um, like it was a, there were some parameters for uh, for SEMA. Sure. Which is so Toyota um, was uh, putting out this thing like, okay, we're gonna let the fans design this car, and then that was somewhat nominated. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I saw it hit the semifinals. But I think uh, it didn't make the cut because the wheels. <laughs> I just copied and pasted off because <laughs> I was too lazy to design. Them. <laughs> I mean, it looks sick. I'll post this in the the description when I put the video up, but. I also found your. Is this is this also you? Oh yeah, that's me as well. I've, yeah. For those who can't see, this is just his uh, website showing some designs. This is just random. Wow, you are so random. creepy. I, I do I do research. Oh I, I, my I choose gosh. to say it as research. <laughs> wow. But this is this feels is, like, like a, is my son uh, circumcised or not? Did oh you find my, it? On I, I did Google? not. You, <laughs> found, <laughs> you found it. You found it. I, I may have asked Cindy. Wow. I asked Cindy. But uh, when you were a car designer, when you did all this design stuff. Um, can you just talk a little bit about that? Like how long ago that was? Why you stopped doing it? Oh boy. Wow. Well, I went, so when I graduated from design school, it was like 2007 mm-hmm. and I was not young. So for, sure. for a college grad, it was, um, it was like a trade school. It's called art center college of design. It's not a trade school. It's like a legit four year university, but it's like a trade school. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cause you just go right into your craft off the shoot. Like, our gen eds were, for example, one's called designers math. It's just BS math. We mm-hmm. had a guy actually from JPL teaching us arithmetic, Interesting. <laughs> going I, into the science of if you do put one and two together, let's let's break it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I graduated in at the end of two thousand seven and two thousand eight. We hit the economy crash right Right. yeah so because of that uh it was extremely difficult especially for a car company for car companies um for for anyone going into that field to get a job so uh i was lucky to hit a couple of um contract gigs but Mm -hmm. that's about it Mm -hmm. and my young dump (laughs) 
<laughs> church podcast. We, church podcast. Church podcast. My young dumb beep. Right? <laughs> oh, are we? So we're keeping it PG then? Ah, uh, you know, I could cut stuff. It's, it's all oh, good. PG. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, PG thirteen. This is for the fifth graders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a word that you got to learn. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know if the parents will love this. <laughs> Do not hate me or right? hate you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, um, instead of like pushing through, like striking, knowing that I struck gold and have my foot in the door, uh, I quit the job because we had a horrendous team of bosses and upper management. Uh, As it so I shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that was with uh, Acura. Mm-hmm. And the other one, uh, I had a very short stint with General Motors. Gotcha. But after that, I was basically freelance designing. Um, I was basically an industrial designer for the majority of my design career. Mm-hmm. Probably mm-hmm. from from like 2007 to 2013. Yeah. Was this all in California or West yeah, Coast? Yeah, it was all in California. Yeah. There's like, if you do anything from here, now you can do it remote, right? But that's... Right. <laughs> that wasn't that a thing. Yeah. Are probably most, of, most, if not all, of the design jobs out, out West? Yeah. It, well, I mean, designed in terms of industrial design. So industrial design is basically um, creating a, a product of any sort, a physical product, right? So if... If someone's designing, say, a chair, golf club, pair of shoes, table, it's got to be designed by somebody, right? Sure. So any object that you have or purchase needs to be designed. That's where an, quote, industrial designer comes in and, and does their part. So not it's sad because not many people know about industrial design, mm-hmm. especially uh, out here in the DMV. But uh, yeah, it's... It, it's a very interesting field, and I would strongly encourage anyone to to go into that field because it's the coolest thing. What brought you into industrial design in the first place? Uh, I was actually chasing after a girl, mm-hmm. and she was in art school. <laughs> she was she was an industrial designer. She knew I was into cars, so she uh, she led me on to art center. Uh, out in Pasadena and, and she's like yeah there's a they have a car design program I'm like what I'm not I'm not an engineer they're like no 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 it's not engineering like at all mm-hmm. as a matter of fact if you work in the design department you're going to be working with engineers in the engineer department so we would be basically doing like the research the sketching the concept ideas and even working on the clay models and whatnot. There's separate clay modelers and digital modelers too, but any fun yeah. stories you remember from back, back, back? Oh, guess, only the bad stuff. Like, oh, uh, yeah. Man, I remember at Acura, there was a guy named Kogoshi. Oh, I, I, I that's got to be his name. I it's so long it's so ago, specific. I can't remember. It has to be correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he would come in from uh, Japanese headquarters in, in, uh, in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And then it, it's kind of like a thing where like he'll draw on the Japanese guys because they should know better and have the I, I saw one of my Japanese co-workers on his knees in his office no as way. if he's getting punished. I'm like, yeah. what's the thing where, where the Japanese people commit suicide with the, uh, <laughs> with the knife? Harikiri, seppuku. I can't. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. So I was like, is he about to? <laughs> 
<laughs> he wants it. Wait. Get your camera. Was was the I guess work? Um, well, how was the environment when you were working? Was it really kind of as you're it saying? It was very laid back. Yeah, really laid back. It was okay. Pretty cool. So yeah. very different than what you're just suggesting. Yeah. or saying for otherwise. But that was a and a, more more of the extreme stories. Mm-hmm. Another one was um, this is not car design related, sure. but this is I was uh freelancing for Cleveland Golf. Hmm. Interesting. And uh, we had uh, a design to present. Uh, oh no, no, sorry. It it was a it was a, a product design consultancy, and we were working together with Cleveland Golf. And Cleveland was coming in, and we're presenting the product to them. And then, I mean, it's this is they're like coming in an hour, right? Right. But it turns out they were already there, and oh. no, no one is, no one is in like the the like the the presentation area. We're like, I'm like, what? What's going on? What is going on? They're like, oh, oh, uh, we're just gonna go for a round of golf. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, they're we're starting in an hour. It's like, yeah, um, <laughs> no, we're not gonna do that anymore. I'm like, no, are you are you serious? So. Like who's gonna lead the, the is is am I like no you're 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 part of the you're you're going out with us and so is Cleveland. <laughs> well, where are we gonna make the presentation? Probably never. But <laughs> I'm like okay. Wow, so definitely. Yeah, we just basically handed handed them the design work without presenting it, and that was that. Then that that to me was I'm I was floored as to flabbergasted. Yes. Interesting. Well, what, what what was the most interesting design that you think you worked on or your favorite? Um, if, if it's NDA, you could just talk about generalities. <laughs> nah, it, well, the probably the coolest one that I didn't really appreciate was this like NASA collaboration. Uh, was that with JPL with, with GM? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 with JPL. Yes, right. because they're out in. What, is it Pasadena or Glendale? Yes, I, I can't remember. Know, anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that was pretty cool. Uh, but it was a totally like just a concept project. Right. Everything else to me was a little more mundane or whatnot, like mm-hmm. doing like ladies and women's high end shoes. Not exactly my thing, but uh, we need to put food on the table. So, how do you even go so broad then? If you, you know, as you say, you don't really work with women's footwear normally so how would you oh it, it's in your that's purely from networking networking yeah, it's okay. it's not even like you know i'm looking uh in a professional sense like going to um uh, companies and seeing what what's offered or what it's purely from um either clients that i've had regularly right or regularly work with but a lot of it's been just from connections that i that i've developed from school and whatnot so how do you design something that you don't have much experience with, I guess? Um well, I I would argue to say like it's in that field especially from the school that I went to, once you're once you're like halfway through the school, you're ready to go. Uh it's it's it the process is always going to be the same. You're going to be doing the research, uh come up with ideas and concepts. And then put it on paper, model it, meaning like put it into a 3D model right. and then present that. What was it? 
average, uh, I guess, turnaround time between pitch and completion of your pro- projects? It could have been anywhere from three hours to like several months. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I guess it, it depended on how uh, finished they wanted the product to be, or right. is it more so your design process took more time for different products? Well, certain things were uh, a little bit easier. Like uh, if it was if it was just a simple product, um, like say if it if it was like uh, digital electronics, right? If you're doing a remote control or a set of headphones, you can do those. You can turn those around pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's a car, <laughs> a bit of a different story, and and I don't see because it's more complex to design, but because you're dealing with something that's a major investment of a consumer's mm-hmm. finances, mm-hmm. right? Right. So uh, I actually had uh, an instructor and all of our instructors at that school were working professionals. Uh, I had an instructor do a car, turn a car around in three hours for uh, for independent automaker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You really want to have the outcome of your car in three hours, right? But I guess one well, one thing about automotive design is there's also an architecture that's already set by separate architect uh, designers as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, oftentimes, when it gets to the production level of cars, the the design capability is somewhat limited to the to the engineering that's already set. Sure. Yeah. So when you're working with engineering, um, how much back and forth is there when you want to design something and the engineers say that maybe it's not exactly feasible? Oh, there's it's it's that's like the battle of the century every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's back and forth all the time. And to give an idea, uh, sometimes you're battling over literally one millimeter, and oh, then wow. sometimes you'll be like. You'll be high fiving your design teammates. And be like, we got three mil, bro. <laughs> <laughs> three mil. Yeah. Huh. So I, when you're doing that, that back and forth, I guess your um, goal is to keep it as close to your original design as possible. Um, would you have stuff that you would specifically be okay with letting go and like have certain essentials, or would it kind of just be you would want pretty much everything to be as, as you designed it at? Uh, well, it's, it's a, it's a team game, so it's, you're not going to get everything you want. So it's, it's just like presenting anything else. You want to just present as much as you can. And that's why you want to go as extreme as possible. I'm trying to keep this PG. (laughs) (laughs) You want to go as extreme as possible. So when, when things get reeled back, you know, it's, it's closer to what you originally had, right? So if you want huge wheels, you're going to slap on like 26 inch wheels with like uh, paper thin windows, right? And that way you'll be able to dial it back to 20 inch wheels. Right, right. I, I was yeah. about to ask if you do like the barter or the um, haggling system where you just give a huge number and yeah. you hope that's that it trick. gets somewhere in between. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's when the engineers would be like, we only have room for 17s, bro. <laughs> Like, ah, okay, got fine, fine. <laughs> I'll uh, work with you on the width. That's that's about it. Yeah. As I was doing some of my research, quote unquote. Oh my you, gosh, you're so creepy. I, I saw that you were able to beat Super Mario on the NES in less than seven minutes. Is this accurate or is it yes. a fabrication? This is no, this is true. And th- this is this does include the warp zones. Uh-huh. Right. But yeah, 
And this that's is some, pretty impressive. This is something that uh, the quote pastor John Chung. No, he's a legit pastor, but he's, he's the legit. quote pastor. I'm sure, sorry, sure, Pastor John Chung. Uh huh. Yeah, Pastor John Satan Chung. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, <laughs> professes as well. He can beat in five minutes without any mushrooms or whatnot. So. How did you guys get to that point? It's because we didn't have anything else, man. Were you guys competing against each other or was it just trying to? Um, Yes, that. And also, we just both happened to be able to do it. And then there's the whole pride issue. Like, no, I can do it in five minutes. It's like, that's impossible. Mm. I'll time you, bro. That's how long was that? That's probably like over. No, maybe a decade ago. Maybe uh, It's. It was like this happened like. We're talking two and a half decades ago. <laughs> wow. wow. that! <laughs> and then I posted something on Facebook, you creeper. <laughs> yeah, I, because, I, saw I saw the photo. Because I came back from, uh, I came back from Cali and I found my old NES and I'm like, oh, okay, let's do this. Let's do- <laughs> so I don't know if you know, but speedrunning is getting really popular and speedrunning is just generally beating game as fast as you can. Yeah. And so I was looking up the current world record times and it's actually four minutes and 54 yeah. seconds so so that's you imagine shaving two minutes off of your guys i'm sure already a really good time right yeah that's that that'd be crazy so i saw actually recently just by chance the world record for super mario brothers mm-hmm. and i'm like that's barely How? under five minutes and right. like look at all these crazy tricks and glitches that they found yeah so I'm thinking, immediately thinking like, John Chung, is five minutes. <laughs> yeah, right, buddy. <laughs> okay. What Was Super Mario the primary game you guys were playing or was there a lot more and that was just kind of wild? Oh, there, there was a ton. There was, uh, uh, with him and me, it was, uh, there was GoldenEye. Was, it was a big one. The multiplayer the, or single yes, player? Uh-huh. The, yeah. GoldenEye was the big one. You got Odd, Oddball. Or Oddball is his name? The guy with the Odd hat. Job. Odd Job. Thank he you. was the cheater, but yeah. We're like, fine, you get Odd Job. Uh-huh. If I beat you, then you have <laughs> Odd yeah, Job. Exactly. Yeah. You're doing this, this, yeah. and this with no pants <laughs> outside. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's, yeah. That's definitely upping no the No pants huh? with Wang in. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to throw her in there. Is she going to listen to this? She probably might. I don't think so. I, I think I saw that she, she I don't saw think so. We should, episodes. we should name as many empty nesters as we can. Uh-huh. Is Owen going to listen to this? Yeah. He listens to all of them. We'll put it to the test. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Did you probably met Owen in 2012 when he came to see his piece or did you know him before then? I shook his hand. That's about it. Uh-huh. You know, at, at the end of services and oh my gosh. Germs he must have on that. <laughs> well, they don't do it anymore. So I think we can conclude that's probably true. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I'd really had my first conversation with him, short conversation, uh, probably like 2016 or so. Mm-hmm. That's when I became a member. Can, can you t- talk to me about your middle name real quick? Yes, it is the letter. <laughs> is the letter C the, the letter C? Okay. Yes, uh, because. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting question. Well, I know a lot of things. Segue into the middle name. Uh, well, my, as you might have remembered, uh, my my mom when we came to the U.S. had no idea what the heck a middle name is. Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Oh, middle name for okay." Well, and she likes to get things done quickly. 
She's extremely anxious about moving on and doesn't like to have any tasks. So she's like, okay, my name is June. It starts with the letter C. Okay, we're going to put C there. Thinking <laughs> it's supposed to be just an initial, but it's, it's supposed to be the whole name. And so my middle name is officially just C. Have like, you figured out how to pronounce that? Is it just Juno Kayun or is it Juno? There's no pronunciation, sir. It's just the letter C. Has that ever inconvenienced you having like, you know, because they say a like middle initial or full middle name and then you just write the letter and like, oh no, you gotta, you gotta write the entire thing. It's inconvenienced me in that it gave uh, straight up Korean, it was mostly the girls. Mm -hmm. They would say, they would say, Oh, your middle name is C? What does that stand for? I'm like, no, it's it's just the letter my mom <laughs> didn't know. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, Juno C. Juno C. Oh, Juno C. <laughs> oh, man. That, that's uh, all weird. day. I'm like, oh, gosh. Good. Yeah. Well, be, yeah. That's it's you got something yeah. to go to for anytime someone asks anything interesting about you. That, that's got to be something, right? Yeah. So, unfortunately, you know, after that, you know, my parents eventually figured it out but unfortunately for my brother my my mom was thinking like oh well he has to follow suit with his brother mm. so let's think of a name uh okay dad's name starts with a k k <laughs> <laughs> so, hey i like they sticking sticking with the goal right that, that's that's telling yeah so eventually people were like oh c and k ck1 which was like the hot Per, or cologne of the 90s gotcha calvin klein I'm like one. oh god it's just you guys smell good together <laughs> that was such a creepy thing to say thank you oh yeah no problem no problem um so oh. I, when anyone with anytime anyone will look at you they could clearly see you're a very huge man in terms of muscles i'm really not i mean yeah. you kind of are i'm really not i, I looked at the old I'm pictures sorry. i will insult you're, you're you quite you're, you're just thin Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. All I right. know because you I was thin too. I was the thin guy. Yeah. Uh, so when you I I, I was like tell. probably ten percent as cool as you were. Oh, that's or are ten percent of zero, zero. Is still zero, man. Oh, so my gosh. <laughs> it's not zero. Probably at least one. Oh, at least <laughs> one. All right. Well even <laughs> at then, least one. It's not that much of a difference then, but you're into weightlifting a lot now. I don't know exactly how much you've been into it since you've had kids and everything, but um what got you into that? Oh uh well uh, I was I was always interested in, in hitting the gym and getting stronger or whatnot, probably since high school. But I never really was consistent until I hit a phase of homelessness. Mm. And the gym was where I took a shower. So I kind of had to go there every day. And then it was also a morale boost in that like, oh, I have nothing and whatnot. And sorry, there's a whole grace story to that. Sure. But uh, it you can at, at least I'm improving on myself. Sure. So physically I'm improving. I'm getting myself to eat and or figuring out ways to eat, and uh, that that pretty much started the whole gym thing. Sure. So before we even continue with that gym thing, is that story something you would want to continue about, or maybe just for another sure, time? Sure. Huh? Sure. As long as you have time. I have unlimited time. I really don't it's think so. It's a Saturday. So. I got nothing to do. Oh, wow. Yeah. Eric Lee has nothing to do. I don't believe that. To. Okay. People are knocking on your door. <laughs> and here's some I think I delinquent hear old guy sitting at your table. 
talking about his homeless days. This is reminiscent of when we first had our, our, our meal together at, and we went to Tyson's afterwards. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. Uh, and there was, I was going to. We talked about all this stuff. Obnoxiously so <laughs> try to hit on girls on your behalf. Yeah. But there I remember was I was so anxious. There. I wanted to leave. There was nobody there to your luck. <laughs> I was like, please, please, no. Oh so my nervous. gosh. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, going back to your story. Uh, what, what, uh, what do you want to know? Do you want to know how I got into homelessness? Sure. Or? I guess like just how it started and then just maybe things that you got out of it or. I see. Well, first of all, that was probably, I would argue to say that was probably the most exciting time of my life. Um, Can you give a time frame? Yes. This was in, uh, from August to September no, no. So what am I saying? August to December of 2013. Okay. And yeah. this was California? Or was this? Yes. This yeah. was in California. This was in Northern California, like the Bay Area, mm-hmm. which is actually in the middle of California. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. So um, I this was also after chasing a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm noticing a pattern. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, yeah, so this, I'll put the blame on her. I, this girl basically drained me of all my money. This is a very high-maintenance girl. Uh, I was freelance designing at the time. I lost uh, pretty much all of my uh, all of my clients because they're all based in SoCal. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them, I would just meet up with them at their office or studios uh, face-to-face, right? So I made the big move because she gave me the ultimatum. I was like, it's either, you know, this is long distance. It's not going to work. Um, either you come up here. Well, it, it's a, to be fair to her, it, it wasn't an necessarily an ultimatum, but this is like the logistics of it, how right. it's going it to work. It just ended up kind of being like yeah. That, yeah. So it's like, but. If you're going to stay down there, then we have to end our relationship. I was like, oh, okay, well, we can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gave everything up. And then up there I went. And this girl was an extremely high maintenance, like Chanel everything kind of girl. Um, like I've never been to so many five-star <laughs> restaurants in my life. Um, I didn't even know restaurants are classified. Yeah. Stars. I was like, what? <laughs> okay. How come it's like a four-hour dinner? I don't, I don't understand. For like three peas, nice. Um, so uh, eventually the relationship went south because I had no money mm-hmm. and I couldn't pay for anything, and that that was the end of the relationship. And that goes to show what kind of a relationship that was, sure. right? Yeah. So here I am. Uh, the irony of it is, I I was living out on my car. And that car happened to be a BMW M3, which was, which was like, a, a wait, you have an M3 and you're homeless? <laughs> yeah. The funny thing is, is that um, I couldn't sell the car because the amount of maintenance that it needed exceeded the price of the car. So mm-hmm. no one would buy it. So ironically, I'm buying this thing that is draining money out of my wallet and, um, uh, I was uh, basically living out of that. Mm. Um, it was a scary time. There, uh, there was a few nights where, like, the car door um, didn't work 
So I couldn't get into the car. Mm-hmm. So I had to sleep outside <laughs> for like maybe like a week at a time or something like that. So that was uh, that was discouraging and exciting at the same time because there was a ton of problem solving um, and uh, I was eventually, uh, you know, I, I gathered my morale together and going to the gym was the probably the the centerpiece of keeping myself positive mm-hmm. because there's something happening. And it was a gym membership that I just had, which was a 24 hour fitness. And it was like a anywhere in the country membership. So right. I was like, yes. So I was the, I was that weirdo who was like shaving at the gym and whatnot. So if you see that guy there, <laughs> might be How's someone. Who, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah it, it was interesting. Cause you, you know, you realize who your, who your friends are, who will support you. And I was kind of minorly estranged from my family as well. It was like this, like, don't ever talk to me again, son, kind of a thing. And I'm like, oh, because I was with this girl or mm-hmm. whatnot. So uh, I was just completely by myself. Even, you know, your friends can only help you out so much. It's not like you can just bum in where, to any friend, right? <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, I was I was just out there uh, homeless for a while. And uh, I, yeah, I had I was able to gather myself uh, from the morale I had from the gym going back. Mm-hmm. And I was able to get a job as a waiter. And then I had a, uh, a I was waiting tables and bartending at another rest at a Japanese restaurant. After, and then I also bartended. So I had three jobs. I had a job round the clock, essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. And early in the morning when, you know, as working in the restaurant industry, the, unless you're at a breakfast place, like everywhere was closed. So that's when I would work out and do all that stuff. Um, yeah, it was, it was an exciting time because you're, uh, it's like a complete ground zero. Mm-hmm. Although all the good stuff is is unfortunately just wiped out. All the bad stuff is wiped out too. Sure. So it's wow. like a complete like reset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like your your hard drive is just done, right? <laughs> yeah, there's nothing in there. But you can go wherever you want from there. It was an exciting time. And no one could tell me no, yes or no. I didn't have any bosses and it was great. Even parents, dare I say, from the rebellious perspective. And um believe it or not. Uh, I have, I'm an introvert, Mm -hmm. but I have extroverted skill sets. So I come off as an extrovert when I'm not. So I really like to be by myself and whatever. And I had that when I was homeless. So that was actually great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was, I'm, 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 I'm going around the whole like depressing side of things. Like, what am I going to do with my life? And, uh, I had at many points, like negative few hundred dollars in my in my bank account like oh crap what am i gonna do i have no money no jobs i had to lie about this and that from uh whenever i applied to all the restaurants to be able to just work for them but eventually yeah it, it was it was encouraging to be able to 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 be able to get those jobs mm-hmm. so that was like like your world changed right yeah <laughs> like, yes yeah but it, what what i got out of it was um other than you know the exciting things of like 
it, this is fight or flight the whole way through. The, the adrenaline's extreme, nonstop. What I got out of it was that it really, um, I think for a lot of us, but but just for me personally, I got the luck of the draw because I knew how to get out. Whereas, and I had the opportunity to be able to get out because I had progress in the gym and a lot of people don't have that. Hmm. So, um, although me being the douche, I, I have no mercy because I'm, I'm a jerk to, to the homeless or whatnot. But the reality is I had the advantage because I had the tools to get out and I, and I was newly homeless. It's not like I was there settled into homelessness for like, a decade or two. Right. So, um, wow, what a gift to be able to experience that. And that to me was my desert. Hmm. And I was yelling at God at the top of my lungs. Um, and I tried to do it in like in a foresty area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, you, I had to, you can't, you can't just sleep wherever you want. So, uh, I would either hike to or drive to like these like uh, like places where nobody is, right? Or or a really jam packed parking lot where like no one will look in the cars. Um, yeah, so I would yell at God at the top of my lungs, and it just it it took me back to uh, just parts of the Bible where it, it would either be Job. Be like, who are you to talk to me like that? Uh, Jesus being someone who was in poverty and being hated on by everyone. Right. It's like, it, you might be poor, but you don't have people like beating you right, because you're, yeah. <laughs> and spitting at you and you're bleeding all over the place and cuts all over your body kind of status. Like the people that you love. Um and then there was, uh, yeah, Moses being in the desert. So um, that was a huge blessing for me. And I think a lot of times we have the mindset of like, oh, I need Jesus. And it's just like, maybe it's, yes, you do need Jesus. But rather than being there, maybe you need to be in the desert to mm -hmm. wipe everything out. Mm -hmm. And I, I luckily had that reset. So that was pretty awesome. And it gives me perspective and thankfulness to where I am and be thankful to have stress. You're like, man, I wish I had the stress of like not being able to have a project and not being able to complete it because of like th these things didn't happen or whatever. Just having that is a blessing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you you at least have something, man. Right, right. And I was saying that to myself of of the times I, you know, like the Cleveland golf thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like, man, you had that, and you weren't. You, it was all for, you know, it. It's like didn't make movement with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, it's it's something that I I I carry with me now. Sure. So how, how do those perspective changes? affect you in your day-to-day -day, um whereas mm. otherwise you it might not have uh so after i was um after i was home well 
let's just say towards the end of my homelessness because I had I was able to acquire those three jobs. Eventually, uh, I'd say the last month when in December I was financially good. I didn't have a place to live. That was somewhat by choice because I was a, I had my rhythm now. Sure. Now I know right, right. I've, I've picked my spots where to sleep. I'm comfortable when I, by the time I wake up, I'm rejuvenated. I know where my clothes are. I eventually got like a, a storage unit to keep all my things. Um, and I had, I had a plan to uh, start my own restaurant. I'm going to, I was like, Okay, I'm going to take all this money. I had nothing to spend it on, right? This because I'm homeless. I had right, no bills. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was just my car and that was it. And I was desperately trying to sell it and nobody would buy it because of all the issues it had. So I was trying to find a sucker to buy this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you can't open the doors or if the car doesn't start, then it's like what am I gonna, and it's an M3. I know it's going to be expensive to maintain. Um so yeah, I had this plan to start a start my own business and have safety money to start over again and and continue working in the restaurant business or whatever. So and to to be able to start my business and keep that cycle going until I was until business caught on and I was successful. Um but there there was a huge weight on my shoulders of how I was uh, somewhat estranged from my parents. Hmm. So they shunned me out. I shunned them out. There was, I can't tell you who was first or whatever. There was just fighting between the two of us over some, some girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with your life? You're no longer my son. And I'm like, I never was. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, the big guns, right? <laughs> yeah. The, the low blows. Um, so, um, I, I should rewind back to, uh, how I became closer to, well, the, the thinking about those parts of the Bible got sure. me closer to, to God. Right. Now, one catch, one phrase that I heard him say to me, which is basically my imagination saying it, but I know it's, they're his words mm-hmm. is that I am the Lord of the universe. Mm-hmm. Right. So I never forgot that. It's like, I know who's in control here not just in control i know who is my rock and he is the same and pure and the truth every time mm-hmm. time and time again he is there he's here right um so uh going back to my parents there that weight uh was always there to reconcile with them and what really drove me to move back was to have a relationship with my parents again. Um, and, and, and by doing that, I was able to reconnect with my brother too. We, we were always okay. Sure. But, um, there, you know, there's, there's a disconnect because I'm disconnected to my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I always like, cover it up was like no i wanted to learn business from my dad because he's successful but the reality was that um i counted if i counted the number of times i would see them if my relationship with them was good if i stayed on the west coast and i counted like 20 something more times that like if they if my parents like died in their 80s 
because they were in their 60s at the time. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, I'll probably see them once a year. And if they die in their 80s, which my grandparents did, and my dad does not have healthy habits at all. His, his blood pressure is high, but he falls asleep with potato chips in his hands. Oh, <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's getting over the way. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. So I, I had to re- reestablish that with them. And that to me was important. Not necessarily to build a relationship with my parents, but also because I I saw the formula of how God works and that if that God is love and that we're made in the image of God. And there was also a book that I read by Erwin Erwin McManus, who is a pastor at the Mosaic Church in Los mm-hmm. Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what, that book was titled Soul Cravings. And uh, there was the, the first third of the book was about love and how we're created in it and that God is it. And that's what we crave the most. And that's what we crave to uh I guess not necessarily give, but be involved with mm-hmm. the most. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you really think about it, it, that's it's the truth of of anything that we do, even sin, right? That's it's it's something we crave love, mm-hmm. right? So that, and if I wanted to be someone who lived in truth and be the fullest person that I wanted to be, coming from a selfish point. I need to love and I need to love my parents. And that was one of God's commandments to honor your mother and father. Um, so I absolutely had to do that. And that's that's the main reason why I moved back to the East Coast. Because I was always the guy who was like, why would you live there? There's nothing going on there. I try to get some ramen. I bet you it tastes horrendous, <laughs> right? It's It's cold in the winters. It's hot and humid in the summer. Right. And if you're in LA, I'm sorry, it's 70 degrees mm-hmm. and we we run for jackets when it's 60. So did you give up things by moving back to Virginia besides, you know, the weather and all those things out there? Or was it kind of still going from, I'm not, not going to say zero, but like pretty equal and you're just coming back to love your family a little bit more? Uh, I did because, um, I got involved in my parents' business, so it became the family business again. Uh, I did work with them in the past, and it always worked smoothly. Um, like, if I had an issue, like they'd be like, okay, well, no. <laughs> and then no one would care the next day. It was like, that's the way it is. Okay. But uh, what I gave up was my independence, my that introverted whole thing. I, I'm free. Right. And especially being homeless, I'm free. I've, I've got nothing. No, it's, no it's the yeah. Hakuna Matata bare necessities moment. Right. And you're living a life and then you got to go back to your parents. Dang it. Mm-hmm. That's the the prodigal son is back. <laughs> right. And to willingly do that. Right. That more so than yeah. the, like, calling you back and exactly. saying you have to. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so. so there's a whole restaurant idea was that kind of scrapped when you came yeah here? I, yeah it wasn't my dream right or anything like that this is the way that i'm thinking like 
I'm going to be on my, this is the quickest route for me to be on my feet, to be able to fix my freaking car, <laughs> get rid of it. And, uh, you know, foolish enough, I was thinking like, and get my next M3. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Prove something to yourself, huh? Yeah. And so, um, uh, yeah, scrapped all that. Scrapped, scrapped the whole idea of like, you know, the American dream thing. Screw that. And, and just relationship with my parents. Kind of refocus on what you thought was important, I guess. Yes. In, in the family relationships and mm -hmm. things like that. Makes it, sense. It, it was also spawned by that quote that Jesus said when, when it was asked, like, what, what is, when he was saying these are these two are the greatest commandments love the lord your god and love your neighbor uh, it, when it, when it really comes down to it one of the one of the most important things in his life is to build relationships and so if i'm building relationships with a ton of people having a you know, positive thing going on there, growing love, and I'm not doing it with my family. Hmm. Like my my roots, or I have no foundation, or I'm not caring about my foundation, and and the people I'm tied to by blood, and like if you speak in, in an old fashioned sense, like my house is not established. Sure. So how can you yeah. go out and build right. others? Yeah, makes sense. Say so what. Oh, I remember when we first met and held hands. Yeah, held hands. We were talking about how different Nova was back when you were growing up and first kind of how it is now. We were talking specifically, I think, about Tyson's and Mosaic area. Oh, yeah. And so um, are there any extreme examples of like the differences between back when you're growing up and now? Uh, and why do you think things are so different? Well, I mean, when I was growing up, there's... <laughs> Good morning, America. Going like, well, we have an important discovery to make. There is this thing called the internet. <laughs> uh, tell us more about it, Jerry. That's <laughs> so, a good impression. <laughs> so that was uh, that's uh, that's what we probably were, you know, growing up with. I, my my generate my specific generation or decade was the transition time, right? So we have a taste of what it's not, what it's like to be without, and then what it's like to have it. Uh, but essentially it was that the early phase. So there's, there's sure, nothing sure. there. Okay. So there's no researching if this place is good or not. It's <laughs> just gotta go or, and nobody, well, from my age group, nobody knew because you're like a, you're a teenager. Right. Yeah. We don't have the perspective. So there's no like, oh yeah, I went to this restaurant or that restaurant or that place and go here. And yeah, there's, so nobody knew anything, mm -hmm. but now everybody knows. Yeah. It just feels completely different, huh? Yeah. It's weird. So I, I feel like that brings on, because we have so much knowledge of things, it brings on like being a, jerk because <laughs> you know <laughs> and you because you can call someone out right yeah, uh -huh. or like this is not what it looks like in the photo right, right. or like i had it here and there and this is not as good having okay. perfect information yeah. can be bad sometimes because yeah. it leads to that expectations i guess yeah i mean it's just i feel like the more we have like the level of perfection 
rises. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that was probably something that was good back in the day, even though you didn't know where to go and you had to. It's all word of mouth. Yeah, because if you drive somewhere and you have a map that's great and all, but you still don't know where that spot in the map right? is. Yeah, she's like, I off think of it's like over here. Yeah, so you had to stop by a Seven <laughs> Eleven. That's the guy who speaks no English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, where? Where's this restaurant? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> uh, yeah. Are you gonna mind. buy my soda or not? You're like, oh, wait. <laughs> you don't have the money, so you have to go back, beg for like twenty five cents from some random guy, and then ask that guy. He doesn't speak English. <laughs> so it's like a theatrical event whole cycle yeah do you think um it feels like this nova feels like the same area just grown and evolved or do you think it just feels like it's, a completely different it's completely nova? different completely yeah. different it's completely different well does that lose the heart then of what it used to be or is it just no 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 oh. I, I don't think there was a heart oh okay sure. yeah just yeah disassociated it's, bunches yeah of it, areas it, it's it's a different phase is all it because i don't want to speak badly about this phase because it's just a different era mm -hmm. it's, it's all it is and the way i see it is not like oh it's the tech era or whatever i think this is the more of the era of now we're seeing people who are extremely fruitful and highly educated and dare i say affluent because of the level of knowledge we have um, especially in this area, we all know about like, if, if we all meaning, like if we're all Northern Virginia people, we all know about like how good the schools are, how affluent Fairfax, Loudoun and, and Arlington are sure. right in, in the country. We're like top, top five every five, year, right? Yeah, yeah. Every year. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. I mean, it's the funniest thing you see, like Gucci, Tokyo, London, New York, Tyson's Corner. Like, where, <laughs> where is that? Mike Tyson has a Gucci store? Yeah. Mike Tyson's too. Yeah. Uh, do you, what do you think would be the next phase then of Nova after whatever we're in right now? I don't know because dare I say, and I'll say it out of ignorance. I personally think Nova has no imagination. Mm. Yeah. Can you like ex give an example? Ex can you expound on can that? You expand? Can you can you expound <laughs> on that? Yeah, absolutely. I can. Oh, uh, thanks, Judo. Yeah. Well, imagination. Well, I'll, I'll I'll say it's it's crazier than it was because we have internet and social media now, right? But the the origin of ideas here, I feel like, are limited by conservatism here hmm. uh, education to career and you're just kind of locked in a little bit and you you it's it's a lot of ladder climbing around the area hmm. um a good example i'm not saying that you know you have to be an artist or whatever but i i sense that we go by patterns here and follow the pattern that we know is going to work mm. rather than going off in the deep zone and, and just doing our own thing and not caring about uh, having fingers pointed at you and be like, what are you doing? Get, you're off the track. Let's get back on, buddy. And then people even being accountable for you mm -hmm. with good intentions. Uh, I, yeah, I just, I, I don't see 
too much of that in the DMV area. And if, and if we have people like that, they migrate out. Right. New right. York, West Coast. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Dare I say even Texas now? Yeah. Yeah. Probably because it's super cheap over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Right. Like no everybody hears about Austin and Denver yeah. and all. Yeah. So uh, I, I just hope that a, a, maybe a seed is planted. But we we have so much that is established here. Right. It's going to be hard to like restart yeah. that or reinvigorate right. some kind of right. uh, 2 p.m. I, I remember your watch beep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You get distracted so easily. Uh, I just noticed things. Nice. Um, going back to your weightlifting, um, what do you personally now get out of weightlifting besides big muscles uh, that you keep doing it? Because, you know, hobbies are hard to maintain for the long term because you get bored of it or whatever. Mm. But for as far as I can see, you're still well engrossed in the hobby and you do t- competitions. Yes. Um, well, I, I, I still do lift weights. Uh, I've do a lot of powerlifting, mm-hmm. um, and which as, is sorry, which is different from lifting in as a general concept. How? Oh well, powerlifting is a specific sport actually, and and, it, and it's it's divided the the three main lifts that make powerlifting are the squat, the bench, and the deadlift. Kind of like if I said Olympic weightlifting, like you see in the Olympics, hence the name. Sure, <laughs> is uh, the the clean and jerk where they they heave the a bar onto their shoulders and then press it up mm-hmm. and then there's the snatch which is what where they where they fling a bar over their heads right just straight up in one in all, like two movements mm-hmm. but um yeah i i i got involved in powerlifting because um it's it you, your progress is extremely uh, yes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's meaning it's extremely obvious. Sure. You, you see the number, that's where you're at. And the goal is a number. Very easy, right? Very Virginia of me, Anything isn't it? Anything higher. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I've, I've always been chasing uh, certain numbers or one thing I've been trying to do for a few years actually is to, is to get to just participate in the national championships. So you have to hit certain numbers to be able to get to there. Is that age bracketed or is that? There's age brackets okay. too. So mm-hmm. that that's the route that I would take because the the open class is horrendously strong now. Right. I'm like, I would you, <laughs> you squat like 800 pounds and you're, you're, you weigh less than me. And I'm skinny. Okay. <laughs> what, the, what? Yeah. You're not on drugs. Okay, buddy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I stay consistent with that because, um, things got difficult for me after I got married, had kids I'm for sure, obvious yeah. reasons. And also COVID, um, I had an opportunity in 2020 to make, uh, make it to raw nationals is what it's called. I, sure. I, com- yep. I compete in a, in a couple of different, uh, uh, federations, but there was there's one called the USAPL uh, USA Powerlifting, mm-hmm. uh, and they have an event called Raw Nationals. And at the time, if you're able to win Raw Nationals, you can uh, you'll be eligible to compete in the 
uh, Worlds competition. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the goal. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I'm getting pretty close to being able to be competitive with the number one guy. If I'm, if I'm the number two guy, I'll at least be the alternate. Or if they need an extra guy because we are, the team's not rounded out, then, then I can go and compete as well. So that would be kind of (laughs) cool to, if you get, if you get like a podium or whatever, you see the flag going up your your hand and your heart and the, and the USA like, uniforms on and everything so i was That'd like be oh. sick yeah anyway, that's that's something worth chasing after so yeah covid happened and right. all the competitions were wiped out um and then in 2021 uh i was about to compete to qualify and then i got covid oh, so I was like, <laughs> oh man tough <laughs> yeah so 2022 came around and this is in the thick of parenting and like uh, I, my my strength just kind of baselined and sure. yeah and so I'm trying to get back into it now and I've got another competition coming up in March so I should be able to qualify for nationals then sure. so that's kind of my little old guy like having his <laughs> fun kind of thing. <laughs> uh what do you currently weigh and then what are your PRs uh, I weighed myself this morning at 158 pounds. Um, this year I was able to do, um, I was able to squat about 430. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. With, with what, uh, we call an RPE, which is like a rated perceived exertion. So I'd say RP eight, which means if you're at RP 10, that's you your, can't do any more reps. Right, right, so yep. an RP eight with two more reps in the tank. And my goal is to try to get to four forty. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm hoping I get somewhere in the four thirty to four forty in competition. Uh my bench is at three fifteen. If I just bounce it off my chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That might be a little painful. Yeah, if I pause it, the my PR is three hundred. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so you have to pause it in competition. So I'm like, dang it. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. And I sometimes, yeah, if the judge is <laughs> being crazy. strict, yeah, they'll be like, so there's, there's the commands. You unrack the bar and you have to hold it there until the judge deems that your arms are locked out and it's controlled. And then they say start. And then when it comes off your chest, they say press. And you can't just rack it. <laughs> you have to wait for them to say rack. You're like, oh, just say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So even if it's one second, it feels like forever. You're like, oh, it's, it's heavy. If I go now, I can get it. But you're not saying, you're not, can you? Can we? Yeah. yeah. And then deadlift is the last one you say? Deadlift uh, is about, my PR is 525 or 530. Uh-huh. It, it was a while back. But, Are yeah. any of those numbers, I guess, higher than your, I mean, do you specialize in any of one of those three, I guess, or is they, are they all about like what you should be doing for your <sighs> class? Yeah, it's they're all like fairly good numbers. I think the deadlift is probably my strongest lift in terms of what w- another federation would, yeah. con- would consider uh, a master level lift. And then there's the elite level, which, I, which I'd like to get. No, sorry. That would be an elite lift is a uh, 522. So... Yeah, that that's pretty nice. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Yeah. There's actually this kid named Andrew Kang that I'm excited. You know, Doctor Sarah Kang. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So her son is he a 
a freshman in college now? He might be. He might well, be. either way, he's he's, close, he's yeah. a he's a late teenager. This kid is surging in strength. It's exciting to watch. <laughs> wow! So he is deadlifting almost six hundred pounds. If oh if he's not there gosh. already, yeah. What? Yeah. I had no it's idea. It's nuts. And he looks exactly the same. He might be a little more yeah. jacked, right? Yeah. But he was already jacked to begin with, to be fair. So, he, I mean. He... <laughs> we'll get Andrew on here next time. Yeah. He's like, oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still learning addition and subtraction. <laughs> and I, I can lift I, a lot. I did lift 600 pounds. <laughs> uh, let's see. So... Going into wow, you are set up. You know, I like to be prepared. Yeah, if you want me to tangent off, we're actually we're, we're ready to blast approaching off. completion. So I have a couple, approaching completion. I have a com- couple of 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 final like cool down questions. You know, but oh wow, um, you don't want to go into hot topics. We could go back into your hot take. Do you, did you think? Oh, of that? hot take. Sorry, hot, hot topic is the uh, clothing brand. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yes. Do you think of a hot take? In, no, in, in I do not. Time? All right. I, you know, I, I don't I, prepare. I'm sorry. That's kind of a hard thing for people to come up on the spot. I think unless they have one like lined up for some reason, it, I, I maybe I should switch up that question. But um, what about if you were to describe yourself in three nouns? Three nouns. Three nouns. What would they be? And my sister told me asked me this question, so I could give credit to her for that one. But um, oh, so it could be nouns. Oh, nouns. wow. Or I, I three say, words, but nouns. Adjectives. Nouns is better. Yeah. Because nouns kind of put you into like a specific thing, thing, right? Yeah, like you could yeah. say like bear. Sure. <laughs> I said mine were a cringe. Uh, That's not a noun. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Those are adjectives. This was before she gave the stipulation that they'd be nouns. So nouns. Nouns. Wow. Now, I never even heard of that yeah yeah it makes was, you think huh that's imaginative yeah doesn't she live in baltimore she doesn't she's almost <laughs> gone though she's uh going to residency next year she should be learning about her matches this week actually the residency oh wow yeah oh wow shout outs yeah good for her it's so creepy how much you love her <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard anyone really say that i love my sister so much <laughs> <laughs> i do love my sister <laughs> okay wow and then you said it yeah. to make it creepier okay nouns oh wow um oh yeah you can't use adjectives or verbs huh sure verb would be a kind of a weird one too Verb would be run. interesting yeah <laughs> fall yeah wow describe yourself with a noun that doesn't even work yeah right i mean husband From a, that's one. Describe yourself. Christian is one. And now you can't even use those. So now you need to figure out more. I wasn't even going to use those. Yeah, I'd hope so. I I would hope you'd have that. Apparently, that, that should be your, those should be flare. your first two. Right. But we're, we're not going for the obvious ones. Like, man. Yeah, of course. Yeah. If you said those, I'd probably, okay, those are nice three. What about two more? Yeah, we're, we're like, I want to like, let's, let's get imaginative, yeah. you know, like pepperoni grease. Yeah. That's, that's two words. I'm that, sorry. That is, you know what? Well, we, but it's one that. thing though, that. right? It's yeah. one thing. Sure. Sure. All right. Well, if it's one thing and not one word, I'm going to say Panda Express. Panda Express. Sure. It's my favorite all-time restaurant. Okay, believe it okay. Or not. That, I believe that. They Thank have, for the buck. What's That's your all I have to say. favorite favorite what? option there? Uh, it's it is the orange chicken. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. It's 
It just is. It's yeah. delicious. Yeah. Okay. That's why there's so much of it. Uh, <laughs> second, second thing. Sorry, I kind of cheated. Panda okay. Express. That's fine. That's totally fine. Okay. Proper nouns, fine. Okay. Is that what it is? Proper yeah. noun? I think so. I think store names are proper nouns. I, I, you got me. There. Unless it's just I'm Panda sorry. and Express. I don't know like the labels. Very fast Panda. All right. Number two. Uh, well, I'll go. I'll go obvious. Barbell. Okay. Yeah. Right. Sure. That full probably. I'd say that definitely like, describes a good good portion of Shunho. Uh, calluses on his freaking hands. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, barbell. when you go climbing together, sometimes I still need to do that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm game for that. There's a new place in Falls Church, right? Or Tyson's. Tyson's. Um, I'm not thinking of that place. I'm sorry. Mm. But either oh, way, oh the St. James that one. I, no, 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 yeah. not there. Yeah. I'm thinking somewhere else. Maybe it is St. James. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like I would know of the new type climbing gyms, but maybe I don't. All right. While I was stalling. <laughs> um, let, let me be like as blunt. Sure. Okay. It's a little gross. Yeah. But I'm going to say poop. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that one you need to explain. <laughs> uh, my wife would know. <laughs> I think I'm, uh, I'm sorry, I Cindy. <laughs> I would... I would say that there aren't too many people out there that have as many, as much frequency of healthy poops as me. So I will poop, uh, especially these days, I poop about five to six times a day. That's impressive. Like healthy ones. Is like that because it's, it's of one your piece. diet? Uh, that too. Uh huh. Um, but I just naturally have a very good digestive system. Uh, my brother, uh, to see if it's genetic or not, he didn't get that. Ah, but, yeah, I got it from my dad no too. Healthy poops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he's he's good. But yeah, that's three, right? That's three. Panda ding, Express, ding, ding, ding. barbell, barbell, poop, poop. Those oh, are <laughs> two of those are related to the physical stuff. Uh, I tried ah, not to. Good. Actually, all three are. Yeah, I mean they're all nouns, so you would. Probably hope that it relates to real stuff. Only well, said unicorn. That would be my daughter. Okay, oh, gotcha, uh, gotcha. unicorn. Yeah. Oh, oh, baby would be baby. That's that's it right now. That's like probably a third of your life, huh? I. It's actually. I would argue to say it's almost. It's Half. like it's like getting to seventy-five to eighty. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, it's that crazy. That's why I'm like, no, just it's not what you think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The whole, oh, if I'm going to raise my kid like this, and that doesn't work like that. Yeah. It's, you, it's luck of the draw and good luck. Well, something unexpected that you learn when you're raising kids. Um, oh, geez. Besides how much they poop. That was, that would be it. I'd be like, <laughs> because of, I'm like, I thought it would be like 10 diapers a day sure. or something like that. Oh, you peed again. Okay, I get yeah. it. But like creeping up to 30, it like you, you pooped and you're pooping again. I expected the, okay, he's, he's going to pee and it's going to hit my shirt. Yeah. And not, okay. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. Right. I watched three men and a baby. Right. Yeah. Or yeah. But that, that would be, I didn't, wow. That much, huh? Yeah. Do you, do you kind of get numb to like how much, how dirty it all is now? Yeah, you do <laughs> because you do it so much. Yeah, you yeah. can't get around that. Yeah. Now it's just like if a if there's poop on my hands, 
Just like doing another I, chore, right? You're I like, won't oh, wash whatever. it. Yeah. <laughs> because it's coming around again in about 10 minutes. Yeah. Right. And we're good. And it's gotten to the point where I'm like, uh, it's just a it's just a smidge of poop. I can still eat. This is here. Give me, give me yeah. Right, I'm gonna have you wash your hands before we go out. After this. <laughs> um, okay, so last question I like to ask everyone before we finally close for today is just if you were to think about people in your life who's influenced you in your spiritual journey, um, who is one person that in your that you would really want to kind of give a shout out to or just talk about as like your experience growing up, you know, in the Christian, the Christian faith, um, because you've been part of CCPC so long, I want to say specifically CCPC, if you can do that, but if not, CCPC. Oh man. Well, you said growing up though. Okay. Well, growing up, (laughs) up to this point, you're still growing, right? You're growing in your thirties. Uh, (laughs) the muscles, right? You know, what's funny. Actually, uh, Cindy just mentioned yesterday is like, I think I need to be grown up finally. I'm like, you're, you're, you're heading towards 40. (laughs) 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 You're rounding, you're rounding 40. Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. Someone CCPC who's been, uh, an influential, right. Factor in your life. Let's let's say no pastors either. I don't want to say John Chung. Yeah, he's not even CCPC anymore. But he was right. So that's that's CCPC influencer. Well, he wasn't at CCPC at the time. Oh, that's true. We're KCPC, and I crushed Cindy's image of the pastor of John. Actually, he did it to himself. Yeah, (laughs) he did it to himself. But he never wanted that anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's see. Here's. CCPC. People you grew up with. Kuhn. Kuhn. Kuhn you. Sure. Yeah. Let's let's left field it. It's yeah, definitely not left field. But it's it's not, though, for me. Sure. Yeah. Uh, he was a really good influence on me when I was in college. Uh, and he's still a member. He's still exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, very goofy dude. Uh, if people don't know, he can freestyle hip hop. I had no idea. I'm going to bring like him on next time is, and get he's, him. To like he knows off. how to do it. And he's he's good. It, see, that goes to show as to my skills of that whatever. Yeah. He he's good at, <laughs> at it. He he's at good. The thing. Yeah. The, you know the thing where you use your mouth just yeah. yeah. yeah he's he he freestyle raps. Do you have yeah. any localized moments that you remember that kind of uh emphasizes how he might have helped you in your spiritual journey? Yeah, he he helped to encourage me to keep with the word, and uh, you know, in dark times mm-hmm. to go back to it. Sure. So that was also somewhat of an influence to me, um, to go back to the Bible when I was homeless. Right. So that was that was a a pretty big factor, whether he knows it or not, and. It was, he was a, he was an influence because he's also extremely, or at the time he had an extremely short attention span like I did. And then he would, he would, he would say something like, you know what? We need to read the Bible in light of Jesus. Yeah. That things like that installed those think about Jesus in the Old Testament things. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, what's the age difference between you two? Uh, I think it's only like a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what is he now? 28? So Something like that. Yeah. yeah. 
You're like 30, right? Oh my God. So yeah. And so when I saw him in 2016 and he's, and they're like, okay. And I was like, June, that guy. Yeah. Goofy dude. And definitely childish. Mm -hmm. To say the bad things. Okay. Obviously there's like, there's, you know, the good outweighs the bad, but, but just to label that to, for the sake of the story, he's like, I can't believe you're back here, man. I've, it's been like a decade. I haven't seen you. I'm like, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And and then they're the like consistency. Um, we would like to call up our deacon candidates, uh, Q and you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? What kind of a church is this? <laughs> and then I was thinking, oh, what kind of a church is this? <laughs> yes. That's what I'm talking about. This Maybe I could be a pastor yeah, too. There you go. There you go. Do you want me to You're pastor your that, children? Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You need to get the drugs out of the way early uh-huh, anyway. Uh-huh. There yeah. you go. Wow, this one's gonna be uh quite the episode <laughs> <laughs> hey this was tame yeah i i think so i believe so i was trying to listen to intellectual mature podcasts yeah. to prevent myself okay okay on from going up. off yeah. yeah yeah i think we did a great job yeah, i was telling my wife like it's better he's know what he's coming yeah oh i always know what i'm walking of satan is coming to his house yeah Just, yeah all right, Gino, but this was this has been our time. It's been great talking to you. Are you so, sure you uh, don't want to extend it to like two hours? We can wait till the next beep. Oh, wow. Lunch, oh, okay. Oh, wow. We totally, totally could, but I got to edit this down. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> thanks, thanks, everyone, for watching. We'll talk to you next time. Adios. Adios.